0: Welcome to another episode of One Man's World on the Scott Orlik Show. I'm your host, Scott Orlik, and today, as always, due to contractual obligation, we'll be speaking with the world's most prolific artist, Daniel Ampley. Today's episode is brought to you by Monster Energy Drinks. Monster, we cordially invite you to responsibly enjoy our product. Hello, Daniel. I understand you've had an eventful week. You understand correctly, Scott, uh, which, is, <laughs> which is
1: a phrase I don't get to hear myself say very often. What do you mean? Well, I'm, you know, usually saying phrases like you don't understand correctly, Scott, or, Scott, you're not even trying to understand correctly.
0: That's true. I do hear you say phrases like that quite a bit. Nearly always directed at me, I might add. I wonder why that is. Well, I'll tell you precisely why that is, Scott. It's your general
1: lack of understanding.
0: Yeah, that must be it. I think you nailed it. Speaking of things that I don't understand... What in the world is all this uproar about your installation piece over at the Million Blinks Gallery?
1: Uh, well, what uh, well, what have you heard?
0: Almost nothing. Just that you have an installation piece at the Million Blinks Gallery that's creating quite a stir.
1: Mm, yes, well, yes, uh, that's correct. Uh, the installation is entitled Barnstorm. And uh, before we get into the details about the piece itself, I'd just like to say that working on this project has really reminded me of the joy of collaboration with like-minded
0: individuals. All right, that's kind of interesting. Who are some of the artists who joined you on this project?
1: Uh-huh, what? Who? Hmm?
0: The artists you collaborated with. Anyone of note? What are their contributions?
1: Oh, uh, well, there were several other artists attached to the project in its, in its very early stages, but they had no bearing whatsoever on Barnstorm in its current incarnation.
0: Why do you do this? Why do you always set me up like this? I heard you, everyone heard you spouting off about the joy of collaboration, and now you reveal seconds later that you didn't collaborate with anyone at all.
1: On the contrary, Scott, on the contrary. I collaborated with myself.
0: Uh, Here here we go. (laughs) So couldn't you say that you collaborate with yourself on every project?
1: I could say that. There's no limit to the things I could say, but that doesn't mean they would make sense, does it, Scott?
0: No, in fact, I think it's very unlikely that they would make sense. Me too. Uh, what are we talking about? Um. Okay. You were explaining how you collaborated with yourself on only this installation piece, but not any of your other pieces, and I was struggling to keep my temper. Scott, I'm
1: going to have to say it. I'm going to have to use one of those phrases. Here it comes. You're not understanding correctly, Scott.
0: Maybe you're not explaining it correctly. Communication is a two-way street, after all.
1: Uh, I've never heard that expression. I believe you botched it. I believe the expression is, communication is a majestic tower.
0: A majestic tower? What could that possibly mean?
1: It means that communication, when done properly, gives one the impression of an imposing cylindrical structure rising into the sky.
0: That is, without question, the word
1: Rising into the sky like the forearm and fist of a titan, with its fingers clenched like a tightly knotted chain, coiled in on itself like an entanglement of vipers in a pit, all hissing like air rushing out of a puncture in a stop, tire... Stop, that-
0: stop, stop, stop. You're suffocating us all. Do you even realize how many layers of simile you've got going there? What if I hadn't broken in? Would you have just kept going forever, comparing one simile to the next?
1: I can't control the inspiration, Scott. It comes and goes as it pleases. Well, actually, now that I think about it, I can control the inspiration. That's one of the things that makes me so very prolific. Anyway, as I was saying, the reason that Barnstorm is a collaboration with myself is because so many different facets of my artistic persona came into play in its creation. The painter Daniel, the photographer Daniel, the poet Daniel, the singer Daniel, the woodcarver Daniel, and many other Daniels, all working together, all collaborating to bring the world Barnstorm.
0: Okay. Sounds huge and complicated. Thank you. Yes, it takes up the
1: entire gallery, even the refreshments table is part of the piece.
0: So what ties it all together? Is there any kind of unifying theme?
1: No, no, no. Themes don't unify. They pacify.
0: Well, I have nothing to say to that. But Susan, our producer, has just informed me that a local artist, Jason Molst, is on the phone and he says that he can shed some light on the controversy surrounding Barnstorm. Let's get him on the air. Jason, hello. Jason, project a you'll have to calm down. Like Jason. Jason? Well, we lost him. He seems really upset, Daniel. He really seems to hate you. Any idea why that might be? I thought I heard him screaming something about Barnstorm being his idea. Envy, Scott. He
1: resents the fact that Barnstorm has been so successful without his asinine contributions. Uh, without his contributions? What contributions? Okay, yes, alright. Jason Molst invited me to be a part of Barnstorm several months ago, along with a few other artists, but trust me, that Barnstorm was nothing like this Barnstorm. It was a disaster. No one shared my vision for Barnstorm, so I sent them packing.
0: Let me get this straight. So Jason Molst graciously invited you to participate in his project called Barnstorm, You came in and immediately took over, completely failed to actually collaborate with the other artists, and then kicked them all off the project, even though it wasn't yours in the first place? And you didn't even change the name? And then you came on this show and gave a self-important speech about the joys of collaborating with yourself? If I was Jason, I'd be on my way to this studio right now to punch you in the nose, Daniel. Well... If I was Susan's
1: ex-boyfriend, Pete Gerald's, I'd have punched you in the nose a long time ago, Scott.
0: What? What are you talking about? Your relationship with Susan. Listen, Daniel, this is not the time. Okay, there's nothing... There's not... There is too, Scott. I saw you and Susan kissing by the drinking fountain. No. Okay, no. I don't know what you think you saw, but my relationship with Susan is strictly professional, and there is nothing... She's that... angry with you, Scott. Look, she's glaring at you through the glass. Susan, you're not
1: mad at me. You're mad at Daniel, right? What? I told you, Scott. You've denied her on the air for the world to hear. You betrayed her, and it's all because you were afraid her ex-boyfriend, Pete Gerald's would come down here and punch your nose. oh where's she going? She's leaving the
0: production room. You'd better run after her, Scott. Just shut up, Daniel, okay? Your voice is like some kind of sentient, poisonous muck crawling up my ear canals. Are you going to come see Barnstorm, Scott? No. It's only open for a few
1: more nights. You could bring Susan. It might help patch things up. I wouldn't be surprised to discover that
0: Barnstorm has healing powers. Daniel, I really don't know how much more of you I can take. I really don't. This has been One Man's World on the Scott Orlig Show, and I'm your host, Scott Orlig. And we've been having another mostly miserable contractually obligated conversation with the world's most prolific artist, Daniel Lampley. Just a reminder, you can see the controversial barnstorm for three more days at the Million Blinks Gallery, which may or may not be the work of dozens of Daniel Lampleys, apparently. Today's episode was brought to you by Monster Energy Drinks. Monster, we cordially invite you to responsibly enjoy our product. And hopefully we'll be back with Susan Noble to discuss something other than our personal lives after the weather and a word from our sponsors.